welcome to episode eight of the Eat Sleep Stream podcast. My name is Gus, aka Bruin, and I am here with Gorilla Pound Cake. How you doing, man? Doing good, doing good, brother. It's good to uh, finally talk with you again. I know, like I know, I mentioned it before we got on, but you know, my main reason for doing this was to mainly just me to get to know more people and to more than just on the streaming level, because I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you know. I, I mean, we were this close of meeting. I guess we'll talk about that too later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was that was really crazy too, because I was like right when we were just, um, you know, starting streaming. But mm-hmm. uh, one question I always like to start off with because, yeah, um, it's uh, I forgot to ask it once, and and th- with that person, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I think about it all the time now, pretty <laughs> much. Know. And I kind of already know this answer, but to the people who don't, why or how did you get the new girl at Pound Cake? Oh, okay. The name Gorilla Pound Cake. Um, so a couple years back, uh, or I guess maybe maybe like almost two years, almost two years. Um, I was actually like I just I finished college um around I think it was around 2016. And I think near the end of 2016 and beginning of 2017, um, I built my rig. I finally built a computer and basically uh, this whole thing about that was um, I was just going to be using it for freelance. So I had no idea of streaming in mind. I knew that I was going to be doing gaming, but gaming and video editing, that's it. And so what ended up happening was um, I had this idea of like making a brand. And that was my, that was my project. That was my, um, uh, how do I call this? It was my passion project. There you go. And so I was talking with my friend. Um, a good friend of mine that I've known for many years. And I was just trying to get a name down. I was trying to get something together that was, you know, snappy, was catchy, and something that was a little bit more personal to me. And one of the things that I was going through was like, okay, well, well what are the things that I like? So um, I went through with like animals and stuff. And then I was just naming this, these things. And then the biggest one that stuck out to me was gorilla. <laughs> and that is only, be- that's like, a lot of it was because my stature <laughs> oh. a lot of people they, they they see me as like a big burly person kind of thing like i have wide shoulders i have really long arms like a gorilla and stuff like that and um i, I don't know why i just i was really fascinated by silverback gorillas um they were like they're like one of my favorite animals um and so i decided okay you know what? i'm gonna have gorilla in my name gorilla seems like a good fit and the pound cake part so there's two there's two meanings for this one um Back then, there was there was Newgrounds and everything, and there was this guy named Eagle Raptor, and he made this whole Street Fighter series, and these were just like random, um, random animations that he kind of conjured up with like Street Fighter, and it was basically memeing everything. Um, and there was one where the I think the uh, the animation or the bit was called Blanka makes pound cake or Blanka likes pound cake or something like that. And you can find it on YouTube. You can search it up. And basically, <laughs> Blanka comes up and he's holding pound cake. And he's like, would anyone like some a pound cake? And he holds <laughs> it up, right? And then from the way back from behind him, Ryu comes up with, doing a tatsumaki. And he's like, I would like some pound cake. <laughs> and I thought that was the most hilarious thing in the world. And so, uh, and now the other part of this, why I have pound cake in my name, is growing up, my mom she bought like i don't know it was like almost every month she bought like pound cake like these snacks and i remember just eating a lot of that and um i knew it was pound cake but at the time i didn't like when i was a kid like i didn't really know the name it was pound cake but i I, eventually i figured out that she's bought like this marble marble pound cake all the time and yeah that was just like i guess like childhood um piece of my childhood part of nostalgia kind of thing and uh yeah, so there it is. Put two and two together. <laughs> Gorilla Pound Cake. And I had to sit on it for a couple of weeks, though. Um, so for a couple of weeks, I wasn't fully sold on it. I I really liked the sound of it because it, it just kind of flows like Gorilla Pound Cake. And I'm just like, wow. Um, but eventually I told my friend, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I went onto this like this website. And um, what's it called? What did I do? Uh, there was a website that I can check like the name availability and everything and everywhere was free and i'm just like okay this is this has got to be it <laughs> so i registered all all the accounts on twitter and everything and uh yeah 
that's how Gorilla Pound Cake, the name, was created. <laughs> I, I always like asking that because one, it's we always know people, at least people who stream, unless you get to a personal level with them, you mainly only know them by their name. So, yeah, yeah. like, you know, so that's one thing. And then d- depending on the name itself, because some of it's pretty straightforward, like, yeah, you know, if your name is, you know, Brandon and your Twitch name is Brandon, it's kind of straightforward. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I always like asking that question because I feel like there's always like a, a fun story behind it. Yeah. Because like a little note was like, because like I didn't know how I was supposed to use my actual name for any kind of you know stream t- stream name in a sense and it wasn't much of an alias so i was just like you know i think i'm gonna i'm gonna create create a brown a brand around something that sounds really interesting and i think your name is so important in that case mm-hmm. like if you have a name and it's brandable i think it's just that much more um of an edge in a sense because like yeah. when i go into people's chats like gorilla pound cake holy crap what a name <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it's wild man it's, i haven't found anything close to it so <laughs> um, and uh well i guess aside from you know knowing that you stream we haven't really talked too much about you know yourself as yeah. a streamer so to the people who don't know okay. what do yeah. you stream what games do you stream i know you do some right. other type of stuff well if i were to go into your channel what am i going to be watching That's okay so um i've been recently trying to reword the way that i say what my streams are um so, for example, I kind of umbrella, the umbrella is I'm a creative variety streamer. So um, a lot of my stream as of the past, like, couple weeks in the past month is I've been diving more into my creative side of things because my background is I'm a designer and I'm a video editor and animator. So, you know, those commercials that you see for, like, just straight up uh, animations and stuff, that's basically what I do. Um, and so I guess moving forward with that um the creative part of my stream was that's what i wanted to focus on i wanted to bring some value to what i do on my on my daily life to those who kind of come into the stream and want to watch um and so the variety part is it's because i do i could also do like um i also do music sometimes like twitch things games like that or even just like if i'm feeling like you know i want to sit down pull up my guitar and just like jam out kind of thing then i'll do that and then uh, the other part is all the indie games, like community-focused games. I don't. That's the kind of games I kind of want to bring together more or play more of. Um, and I know it doesn't seem like it really is, but like Fortnite, Apex, Fortnite not so much anymore. It's been a couple months since <laughs> I played <laughs> yeah. Fortnite, um, but recently more Apex. And then there's games like Marbles on Stream, Jackbox. A lot of it is yeah. I like to have community-focused games, so games like Jackbox um marbles on stream that's a really fun one a lot of people really enjoy that um that twitch sings i mentioned that earlier but the reason why is because of the interactivity because you can add like extensions and so people can actually like that's how they create more engagement for the stream and stuff so um and i know that yeah like i said earlier fortnite and apex they they, they aren't really like community focused games but somehow if you can rotate people in and have like a list of people that if they want to play then you can they can eventually get into some games so um but yeah so i I just like games that are more interactive with the community kind of thing okay and what about what got you into streaming or yeah what what got you into streaming first so what got me into it okay so uh, a little bit earlier i mentioned that um i wanted to create a brand as a passion project and so when i was doing this um I was looking into it. I, I never really thought of Twitch too much before. Um, and I guess it would be the last couple of years where I finally actually took a look at it. And I just remember watching, like, I think it was like League of Legends, like the, when there was world championships and stuff like that. I think that was only, that was the only the ever time. Let me reword that. That was the only time I ever really looked at Twitch in a sense. And so I, I was trying to think of a way where how am I going to create content? Because I wanted at first, I thought it was YouTube. I thought YouTube would, would have been the the main reason why I would create this, this project or this brand and how to bring it out there to the world. But the thing about Twitch was what fascinated me was it was instant, um, instant feedback. Twitch had instant feedback. And I think that was the alluring part of it is that, I'd be live and actually talking to people like as they are coming in and kind of thing. 
And funny story is, uh, I didn't really realize it before, but there was this um, there's this website called Blog TV. And uh, <laughs> back in the day when I was probably like 12, 13, maybe, maybe like 14, I don't remember, between that range, um, they, ha- they had that website. And me and my cousin, uh, we used to, we, in a sense, we were live streaming before, like really old webcam, <laughs> really shoddy microphone. You can't, you can't really make out. Um, and there was this community that was on there. A lot of like, um, a lot of artists of like, or musicians rather. And I think there was just that, that the whole thing. I remember that, and it kind of brought back a lot of memories. And I just wanted to have that feeling again, where there's this community sense, um, through streaming or blogging or vlogging. And, you know, uh, as much as I love YouTube and I wanted to make YouTube videos, I think live streaming was just more of a fit for me. Now, not to say that YouTube is out of the question, definitely will be, but I think it was that whole thing about it, the whole spectrum of Twitch and as a platform, being able to create something in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think you're, oh, I don't know if you were, but you said like YouTube's not out of the picture. Like why yeah. would you would you want to do both now or yeah i think i definitely want to do both now i think now is a time where um a lot of streamers they need to they need to have a second outlet like they or i guess yeah in a, in a sense a second outlet or another platform where they need they need to be on because you know twitch can only you can only grow so much while you're live <laughs> you know what i mean a lot of the behind the scenes growth um or a lot of the growth comes behind the scenes where you're making YouTube videos, you're on Twitter, reaching out to people and connecting, um, Instagram, even, you know, posting stories, photos and stuff like that. There's this whole spectrum of all these things that go behind streaming, um, that we just got to really attack and really engage it and create content. Um, and so yes, YouTube, not out of the, not out of the question for me. I do want to make more videos. I made a couple before, and they were they were they were pretty well well received within uh, my community and everything. Everyone really enjoyed it, but I think I just I dropped the ball on it because I I was trying to shift my focus to Twitch. Uh-huh. But now that like all this other stuff is happening, I I, I see that it's going to require more work. Granted, but it's definitely going to benefit me in the long run. So. And what does your family think of your streaming? And yeah, pretty much. What do they, so what do they think of it? What is your yeah? What does your family think about your your streaming, either when it first oh. started or even now that it's been a little while? I I think they didn't understand what I was doing at first. They were like, you know, I started getting like all this equipment and like all the money that I was doing, getting from freelance and like all the contract work I was doing. I was reinvesting it in myself and just uh, trying to get everything set up. And my family was, <laughs> I don't know, they they would they can hear me like that I'm being loud at some point. Um, cause, uh, the situation right now for me is that I'm, I'm in a, the, the place I'm the home I'm living in. It's like, it's my mom's place, but there's residents that live with us. So it's like kind of a home care situation, mm-hmm. but my, my mom, a couple houses down, that's where they are. So we're, we're pretty close. The house is, I'm just like, kind of like a ter- caretaker here at this house. And so, um, they have like, uh, they have a security cam and they can kind of hear the audio. And that's how loud I am sometimes. Don't be like looking into like the living room or something and they can hear you in the background. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I don't know if my, they they know that I do it now, like my parents and stuff like that. And they're fine with it. Like they're, they're okay. They know that I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm doing something that I I like to do and I'm enjoying it. Um, I haven't really sat down and talked with them though. So I don't know their full um, opinions on it. But I, my my siblings, they they really enjoy it. Um, my younger brother, uh, especially, he's been recently. I found out that he's been watching my streams sometimes when he can. Like he he's not in the chat or anything because mm-hmm. you know he's not he's not really old enough to be on Twitch. But uh, <laughs> he he watches like some of my vods sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think it's well received. There's I wouldn't say there's any kind of negativity going around it, um, and the support is it's more like they know that I'm doing it and they're okay that I'm doing it. So. And, um, I guess going back, do you yeah. remember the, or if you were one, what was one of the first video games that you remember playing when you were young or even the first one, if you could remember that? Oh my gosh. Uh, I, 
when I was growing up, a lot of, I guess, a lot of the times, having an older cousin that had, like, all the systems and everything, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up watching him play a lot of games. And, um, yeah, because my cousin, he had, like, a PS2 or a PS1 or something like that, and he always played, like, Resident Evil and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marvel versus Capcom, like, those games like that. Um, but then I started really getting into gaming when uh, I got my first N64 from my dad. And it was it was so funny how we found out that we got one because me my older it was me and my older sister at the time only, and um, we were just at my dad's place, and all of a sudden my sister comes down into the living room. She's like, "Oh my gosh, did you see it? Did you see it?" I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> what, what, what? What are we supposed to see?" She's like, "In the other room there, where the computer is, it's an N64 with Smash Bros." And I'm like, "What?" Because <laughs> like that that game I used to play all the time at my cousin's place. And uh, just hearing that for the first time, I got super pumped. And I'm like, holy cow. And then I remember just playing it the whole night. It was like Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> then, nice. Oh, man. It, it just felt so good. And then afterwards, um, like, we played I played a bunch of, like, Tony Hawk games and stuff like that uh, on it. And, um, but yeah, I guess in, in a sense, that's kind of where my gaming started. And, oh, here here's another one. Um, so before I got the, uh, the N64, we had a computer, but I think it had running windows 95 oh wow well windows what year 95. what year was that that you were talking about like the game and stuff um man this, it's hard to hard to tell i think i was i feel like i was either five or six years old or like oh, grade one grade two around that age i i just i don't remember fully um but yeah we had we had a computer that had windows 95 and i remember my cousin booting it up all the time he types in this special code and then it starts running Doom, and I'm like, "What is this game?" <laughs> I played, so I played a lot of Doom on there, and then also a lot of checkers and oh. chess. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to always play Minesweeper, the the ones that came with the computer, the yeah, yeah, Minesweeper, yeah. the pinball, and yeah. then uh, chess. And I think I never played it, but they were like, I want to say it was like backgammon or something like that. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. know, I don't know. But, um, there, I remember that one. I just never understood how to play it. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Um, so one of the reasons why I really like your streams is because of how positive you are. You, whether it's in-game or between games or at the end of stream, beginning of stream, you always have a really positive message. How, Thank you, man. How do you keep that positivity? Because... I mean, with anything, it's, sure. it's hard to always be, you know, one way for, you know, a oh, yeah. extended amount of time. How, how, how do you keep that positivity going for yourself? Yeah, um, I just think it has to do a lot of with my, uh, my upbringing and kind of all the things that I've been surrounded by growing up. Because um, as people know, you'll see it in my bio. I, I also say, you know, as much as I am a creative variety streamer, I, the first part that the first word that's there is I'm a Christian creative variety streamer. Um, and the reason why I want to say that that that's really a huge part of my positive attitude that I have is because uh, growing up in my faith of where I, my background, where I came from, um, there was just a lot of love of that, a lot of love that came out from that. And I think my, my whole, my whole mission, my purpose was to be able to take that love that I've kind of received that, that love that I've kind of felt and experienced. And I wanted to bring that to people. Uh, I wanted to bring it to the Twitch platform because there's a lot of, there's a lot of darkness out there in the world not only that but it's like also on a twitch platform and i just felt it as like part of my uh part of my mission that when i when i hit that go live button that if i can if i can bring that kind of level of energy and attitude to my streams and if it can help someone going through a really rough time then you know i feel like i felt like i was doing something right i felt like i was really fulfilling my call in a sense mm -hmm. and so I always keep that in mind and granted it's not always going to be hundred percent positive all the time mm -hmm. in a sense where we will have those days um, where either personally I'm like down to my slumps. I'm not feeling the greatest. I'm not doing my best. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work through, I'm trying to get through it. And I think just having those moments or those streams once in a while where I kind of have that little bit of vulnerability, it really brings a human level to the stream and just building that connection with people because then then they they're able to trust you a little bit more you know mm -hmm. that you're not just someone who's putting up a front all the time um 
and so i guess that in a, in, in a way that's where all of this is kind of coming from um and it's crazy because like um to be real like er, early throughout february and late january those were those were probably the lowest points of my stream in my streaming career so far like of a year and a few months of streaming um and that was hard that was hard to stay positive through that um but really when you you know sometimes when you're there with your community and they're helping you through it um i i feel like there's this whole there's, there's this whole connection and camaraderie that kind of comes together where we're able to kind of feel that redemption or get get to that redemption together and then like man there's there's been so much love and support through that and uh, i just feel so incredibly grateful and so now we have this you know uh when we look back on things when i'm there with the community they're just like yeah you know we remember this time but now we're here now we're here in this moment right now and so yeah and uh like i said i already know some of these answers to the questions but you kind of reminded yeah. me when you were saying it uh yeah to the people who don't watch your streams what do you what are the names of your subscribers or viewers or both yeah. i guess oh, yeah. so the community name is bonobro squad so the bonobro squad that's who we are um and i guess when you're like a sub and stuff like that you're you're is it, you know how like knights they dub the kind of thing <laughs> i dub it the um so you officially become you know part of the part of the squad the troop when you sub but of course anyone that comes in you know anyone who follows and stuff like that they're they're part of the community already they're part of the they're in the jungle with us um but yeah i guess that's just that level the next step <laughs> mm-hmm. when someone is a sub they become an official bonobo bonobo there you go and i i know i've asked you in stream before yeah. but and it's kind of straightforward but why yeah. bonobo okay so my buddy i was trying to find a community name i was trying to get something going and one of my other buddies um who was like who really helped me out in the beginning early stages of my stream um Macal, you know who you are, uh, if you're watching this. So he's like, yo, uh, we, were, we were going through like names of like, tri- or not really tribe names, but we're going through the names of like what gorillas are called kind of thing. So there was like, there's, you know, there's chimps, there's monkeys and stuff like that. Hmm. And then we were trying to think of, oh, well, how about like cupcakes or like pound cakes or something like that? And I'm like, ah, uh. <laughs> my friend's like, uh, he found the word bonobo, which is basically yeah. monkey and stuff like that and uh i was like he's like yeah what about bonobros and i'm like bonobros <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards it was, it's all moving forward that's what it was bonobros and I, I just added squad to the end i feel like it could change again um you know the brand is always evolving and so maybe some words might be updated here and there but yeah and then one of the like the other reasons why i or actually probably, well, maybe not the main reason, but one of the reasons why I continue to watch your stream too, like I said, when I get the chance, or why yeah. I stayed, was um, not only like your positivity, but also the quality of your content. It's like, at the time, and still now, I don't really know too many people that have that type of content, or not, not the type of content, but the type of quality with yeah. it. How yeah, how yeah. long did I know it's obviously not in one shot, but how long did it take yeah. you to get to where you are with your stream? Right. Uh, again, thank you for the kind words, man. I really appreciate that. I, I put a lot of effort into making sure the quality of my production of, of the content that I kind of bring to the table is as best as it can be for the moment that it is. Um, and I guess the amount of time. Holy cow, man, there's a lot of behind the scenes time that is invested in creating all the graphics, all the all the animations, everything that makes the stream what it is right now. Um there's countless hours, that's for sure. A lot of a lot of late nights of trying to really fix things, try to get the audio right, try to get the video right. Um there were so many times where I was fiddling around with like all my graphics because I didn't know how to make it more streamlined or or stream friendly in a sense um because like some of the files are like either they're too massive and i just had to learn how to condense it and stuff like that um but i think it's an ever-growing it's an ever-going process of uh keeping the quality of where it is right now um so I, the entirety from the beginning to end man if you if you went back to one of my very old vods i don't know it's probably deleted by now but i have 
have some of them saved. I'm so glad that I recorded some of them or at least downloaded the VOD. Um, I was comparing it from then to now, and I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> what a journey. Um, well, even since and, I've been watching, like, yeah. I started watching, I think, right before you got green screen, right before, yeah. or not right before, but before you got the, the text, the, the uh, I guess, the what is it? The closed captioning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, like, there was a lot of stuff, like, over time, like, it isn't just, like you said, like, you know, you just started streaming and then you came out with all this stuff. It was yeah. over time you're changing, see what works, see what doesn't. Yeah, because, it, man, I'm telling you, this this whole thing is huge trial and error. You just got to you gotta try stuff. And even if it doesn't work out the first time, um, don't worry about it. You just got to keep going, keep improving, and try to, try to really move and innovate your stream, in a sense. Um, like there's there's so many times where I had to I had to I had to sit I had to watch other people's streams content that I enjoy, and I had to look at that like okay well I really like how he's doing this, how do you do that, and how can I make it my own, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and not in a sense of like copying them but taking influences from them and mm-hmm. implementing that into, uh, making sure that it fits my brand and that it's it's about my brand my brand in a sense you know what I mean yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess going back to, I know we talked about positivity a lot, but yeah. in regards to yourself mentally, I feel like I feel like mental health is really important to me and really important, to, especially to people who do things like, for instance, you you uh, you know you do freelancing and mm-hmm. doing this as well. So it's not like this is the only thing you have to really worry about. Yeah. What do you do to either help yourselves in those situations where you may not be feeling the best mentally? And, um, yeah. And does it relate to streaming? Meaning like, do you go to streaming for a positive as a, as to help yourself or, you know what I mean? Like what, what do you do in those instances? Okay. Um, yeah. Like there's, here's the thing. If, if any, if anyone is feeling like, like they're, they're not having the greatest of a day, they, they know that they're not a hundred percent. They know that they're not all there. Um, you you don't need to put up the stream. Uh, granted that, uh, at the same time, for those there's some people who like really want it, so they'll they'll try to they'll they'll stream through it kind of thing. Um, but you got to take care of your mental health. Um, and the way that I do it is that's why sometimes I I've lessened my schedule, only to three days. It's because that's all that I'm able to handle right now. That's my capacity. If I go any more than that, then I might start feeling that burnout. I might start feeling my mental health degrading because um, I'm, I, I'll, I won't be putting out the content that um, that should be at its, at its highest level and it'll kind of like deteriorate over time. Uh, and so like, yeah, I'll take a day if I need to, if I, if I know I'm personally going through something where I, I just can't stream, um, then I won't. And I'll let everyone know. And you know, they, they'll, they're understanding of that. And they 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 obviously know that you know we're all human we go through these things and so um having that level of support definitely does help and for me i have my fiance so if i'm not feeling my best you know i'll reach out to her and the same with her to me kind of thing and if we if you have that one person i suggest just you know really talk it out and sometimes you know uh, they probably won't even give you like uh most of the time they'll just be listening and i think that sometimes that's all we need we just need someone to listen to for for them to listen to us for our voice to kind of be heard and that that even that's a that helps a lot as well so yeah just taking care of that mental health is a it's a it's a key thing because let's say you're you're doing this for a long time and you're not taking care of your your mental health your physical health all those things man you're going to burn out and you're going to take yourself out of the game you if you're in it you if you want to stay in the game, you got to keep yourself in the game. You know what I mean? And so taking, if you, if you, you minus yourself out, you take yourself out of the equation. There's that's it. And so that's why it's so important. Yeah. All right. And I guess along with streaming and, and helping yourself, what is, what's one thing you can remember from your stream or maybe a couple things that has happened in your stream to where you felt it was, just a, a good overall stream or something happened that was really positive that you enjoyed or, yeah. or anything like that. Um, holy cow. I felt like, uh, 
the other week i was um i think that was a monday it was a monday stream i was doing twitch sings and it was either monday or tuesday and i threw up the stream and i had this you know that whole you know that you saw that snap filter kind of thing i was doing <laughs> and um i was trying it out for the first time and let me tell you that stream was probably one of the most fun streams i've ever had in a long time like in terms of like satisfaction level that was i was like i was completely satisfied with what happened um i didn't i wasn't really looking at the numbers i was just having a great time with those who were there and then people just started coming in because they felt that they felt that i was having fun and that's what i was saying in january and february it felt like when i was streaming it didn't i didn't feel like i was all there because i, I really wasn't having fun with it i was just doing it because you know um i wanted to just stay relevant <laughs> you know yeah. and sometimes you do that to yourself um you kind of do things out of just relevancy and just because mm-hmm. and but yeah and then like i i just felt so much love from the community there was so much support support coming up from everywhere all the people that i was meeting over twitter they were showing up and it, we just had an amazing time and so that stream was very memorable for me um and, and of course there was like other streams where i did um like if it was a birthday stream, that was that was a lot of fun. I had a ton of fun there. So many people kind of came out, and uh, we did so many like random things on stream, a lot of challenges, and even my one year anniversary stream. So those, I would say, those are like my memorable streams that I've had that were had a really positive, um, positive impact for me as a streamer. But there's also sometimes where there's some streams where um, maybe it's a little slower, maybe it's a little quieter, but I was still like, I still had that attitude of gratitude because of the people that were there and the conversations that, that we had. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's one thing a lot of, not too many though. Cause I feel like, I feel like it's an understanding with people who do stream. It's, yeah. um, you know, people who maybe are just watching you don't say anything, just, you know, mm-hmm. like I have it to where like I have my setup and then I have my TV to the side to where like, I'll just put somebody on. Yeah. Um, but I can't really chat when it's when I'm doing that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still there watching them. Um, yeah. And that's one thing I think just people get lost in is trying to be like the next ninja or something. But yeah. it's like you got to do it for if you're doing it. If that's the reason why you're doing it, I personally feel like you won't get to that point because yeah. I feel like it has to be something that you enjoy doing because it's fun because you like you like streaming or you like playing the video games that you do. You like the community, but mm. um. And I think that's why I I tend to follow like yourself or people like you to where it's, you you know, it, or at least in my eyes, I know it's genuine compared to people who are just, you know, maybe just playing a game or like I said, those, the other types of people who do it yeah. a stream, which I mean, teach their own, but I just personally enjoy the more genuine. Yeah. And, and funny that you mentioned that, you know, the whole thing about trying to be the next ninja, there is a good friend of mine on Twitter. His name is Dark Riverstone. Um, he said this amazing tweet and like it got a bunch of like people were like wow yeah that's so profound and what he said was you know people gotta stop trying to be the next ninja and you gotta be the first you and i was just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes and um yeah you got you people just need to realize you you can't because you can't be the the next ninja yeah. and no ninjas, one can. there's only one yeah. ninja out there in the world um but you can be the best you you can be you um because there's only one you in the world Unless you have a twin, but even so, even so that doesn't count. <laughs> that's your twin. That's not you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so more on the topic of, I guess, Twitch as a whole. What's one? Because I mean, with with anything, with any video game, with any website, there's always people that are gonna say, "Oh, this is bad about it. This is good about it." What's one thing you would like to see change? Uh, or or what's one thing that's positive with Twitch? And one thing that maybe not so positive and that you would like to see change. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll start with the, I'll start with the positive. Um, one thing I really love about uh, Twitch as a platform, what they're doing is um, it in itself, as you already know, I probably mentioned this already, but it just, it, ha- it gives you access to your peers like around you um, for those that you're currently connected with. And I just really love that. And being able to find my friends in a sense like that, then, you know, it really helps me um, move forward with what I'm doing. Um, but here's, here's the other side of that, though. Now, I say that, but then there's this whole other part about Twitch, 
where their algorithms they suck <laughs> it's like it's so hard to if you're wanting to look for someone new especially in the bigger directories it's yeah. it's, it's a lot harder i mean they tried to they tried to fix it by adding tags um and one of the things I really loved before was that we had communities. We had these Twitch communities that we got to go under. And as you know, like we had before, we had the realist, but that kind of fizzled out because of all these other changes and we didn't yeah. adapt to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like if they if they were able to fix that and really help um, fix that discover like that their algorithm so that they're like even if on the front page they have um some like smaller streamers that are kind of featured on there you know what i mean i feel like that would it would help a lot it would help a lot with people's growth and but not only that like um it would help out other channels that you know are really and putting out the content that it's really good content but they're, they're just not being seen yeah and it's hard because that's how big twitch is right now mm-hmm. you know everyone wants to be a streamer so everyone's doing it and so there's just like there's there's this whole um saturation of like the, all these streamers that are on the on the platform um yeah. and it's so hard because you you gotta you gotta try to really stand out some way somehow and you know sometimes even on twitch there's it's a it's a i was talking to this with my other buddy it's like trying to stray away from it being a popularity contest because <laughs> yeah. you'll find that sometimes um and it's unfortunate but it's there um but yeah but i know even Oh, what were you saying? oh, I was just going to say, even though it's uh, like you said, even for me, I've been like watching Twitch for maybe a little bit less than a year now. Mm-hmm. And I remember how I would first find like smaller streamers would I just go to a game that I like scroll yeah. like three, three slides down and then find yeah. somebody maybe in the less than 20 range. And then uh, now it's taking me like, I don't even know how many like scrolls just to go all the way to <laughs> that range. Scroll on, bro. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, well, because when I'm on my phone, I have to wait yeah. for one to load and oh, then yeah. keep going. But yeah. when I'm on my computer, I just let it scroll and then it'll like reload and scroll and reload by itself. Yeah. But even then, like, that takes so G502, long. Uh, when I have my G502, I'd press the infinite scroll and I'll just go like, all right, let's have to go through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. So I don't know. I I love Twitch as a platform because it brings a lot of people together. But at the same time, there's a there's a whole other thing about that. Yeah. So. And uh, in regards, well, so the how how I set this up is pretty much the first you know seventy five percent of this is knowing yourself as a streamer, and then yeah. the the next like twenty five would be just you know fun random questions to ask you just to get to know you sure. more on a personal level. Right. But uh, before we get into that, just uh, what do you want? What's the number one thing that you want viewers to get out of your stream from watching? Out of my stream? Um, I want them to really understand that they, they matter. I want them to understand that they are loved because um, not everyone feels that. Or there's a lot of people who kind of receive love in different in many different ways and they perceive it as something else um but yeah when they come to the stream i want them to feel like if that they've known me for a long time like that i can be someone that they can be comfortable with you know what i mean um and as cliche as it sounds like my stream is it's a place where you you can feel safe you know um i know there's uh, there's some people who out there where say like you know everyone says that yeah true but i think it's it's very important to make a note of that when you know people come into your stream um now for sure there's some things that um you know a lot of people have they have rules of what can be talked about and what shouldn't be talked about in the stream and you know as much as i my channel has rules as well i we all try to follow that and but at the same time we want to be able to still be able to talk about things if they're a little sensitive but you're able to express yourself um yeah because you know this whole world there's so much censorship and it's just like you know you want to have a voice and i want them to know that they can be heard so and then i guess this isn't really about your stream but i always like to ask what are three uh streamers that you would recommend three streamers that i would recommend oh okay i know there's probably a lot to be honest but there's a lot. Okay. Just uh, off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, 
I, I have three streamers here. So I have this one guy. His name is Daniel Doug. I met him through Twitter. Um, and I and then it kind of went forward from that. Um, I met him also through other Discord communities that I was kind of in. Uh, when I went into his stream, this guy, I could tell he was really passionate about what he was doing. And he was just like, holy cow, the, the creativity he was putting into it with like all these special effects and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of, I was drawn to it because it, it kept me entertained. But not only that, I saw that he was enjoying it. And like, uh, when I see that, I, I, I have that genuine connection with people. And then like, sometimes we just, you know, we vibe really well. So every time we see each other in other streams or when he comes into my stream or it comes to his, you know, we're just getting so hyped. We're like, I'm like, yo, danger, dog. And it's like, gorilla. <laughs> it's nuts. And it's just this whole, um, you know, it's like edifying one another. And uh, so there's that guy. Um, Another one is actually this is kind of like where I also met Danger Dog as well. Um, another guy is Jomo Senpai. Holy cow! I I don't know if you've ever seen his channel, but when you go in there, it's it's wild, man. Like he he does things for his community that um, I don't really see much of. Uh, like you know, he gives people their own personal commands and sound effects. Where so when they come in, they can type their personal command, and then it puts a sound effect on stream, and then like. Um, you know, it gives them a sense of like, wow, I feel so like I be, like I belong. Yeah. And so right on away, right away, I came in and he's like, Gorilla Pound Cake. And then he's like, Yo, you need to give me a sound bite so that you can have a, your own command, man. And I'm like, Yo, let me do it. Pretty so cool. What I did was I did I did the blanket likes pound cake thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so every time I come into the stream, pound cake. And then it's like, whoa, and it plays, and then he's just laughing his head off. Um, but. I Jomo Senpai is such a like such a genuine person. He he makes sure that you know he he reads everything in chat as best as to the ability that he can. Um, but he's he's not afraid to be real. Um, he's not afraid that you know if he wants to cry he'll cry. Like I haven't seen him cry on stream, but you know that whole mm-hmm. mentality of that. You know what I mean? Um, and so he really brings everything that he's went through, every experience, and he he brings that into his stream. And it just puts them on this whole level of relate, um, relatability to him, and yeah, I think his his community that he's kind of brought up it's it's really incredible. It's really something to um that I I follow that I want my community to kind of be like that one day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's yeah, so Danger Doug and Jomo Senpai. So that's two. Okay, third one third one. Oh, this is hard. It's like, <laughs> oh, I feel like there's a couple more that I can mention, but um I would say right now at the top of my head, yeah, so there's a guy named Sorry. His name is Sorry. Sorry with an E. So S-O-R-R-E-Y, that's his name. Um I re- I recently met this dude over Twitter. Uh how we met was I slid into his DMs. So I, I, I was forcing myself to go out of my comfort zone and really just, you know, make a connection with some people, really get to know them over Twitter. And some of the people who are even intimidating to kind of reach out to, because like you see, like sometimes, you know, I'm not going to lie, uh, transparency here. I'll look at their, look at their Twitter and I see like they have thousands of followers. Holy cow, they're too big for me. You know what I mean? And sometimes mm-hmm. you have that, you have that moment, you have that feeling. Um, but then again, you think about it, they're just like every other person, they're just like you and me. Yeah. And so what's there to be afraid of? And so I, I was just like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm gonna send them a message. I'm gonna say hi. I'm I'm trying not to sound like a bot, you know what I mean? Like sometimes <laughs> they people have automated messages, they just kind of yeah. send out. Um, and so I talked, I started talking to him. And yeah, he was just so down to earth. He just started talking to me. We made a connection. We, you know, we ended up following each other on Twitch. And then like when I got into a stream, it was like we instantly knew each other for like for way back. And we just like we had this whole thing. And that's the beauty of it. Um, when you find a streamer who really makes you feel like you belong and that you're at home. Uh, but not only that, that you feel like you've known each other for a long time. And so Jeff, that's just the way he kind of brings his community forward. And this guy speaks his mind. He's not afraid. He 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 knows that he can, there can be some backlash from it, but he's not afraid to be like to stand up for what he believes in. Um, and I, just having that kind of fearlessness kind of thing it, that inspires me. 
Um, because me as a person, sometimes I'm a little timid. Sometimes I'm not like really wanting to put my whole my whole voice out there. You know what I mean? Because I'm, sometimes, you know, a lot of the times us as human beings, we're so scared of criticism. You know, we don't want to be criticized, but um, the more you do it, um, and even if you do get criticized for what you're doing, at least you're doing it because you're you're saying you're you're saying something that you really stand for and what you believe in. And um, I'd rather get criticized for that than not receive any type of criticism in my life just because I tried to follow the crowd. And so I really look up to Sorry. He has an amazing stream. He recently um, recently started doing PC streams, and it's been crazy. And we we got to work together. I did some graphics for him, and if you ever check it out, it's. <laughs> It looks really cool. Um, but yeah, because here, here's the thing too. Sorry was streaming on console, just straight up console, just a webcam on the screen and just playing Fortnite. But he was able to really build a community because of his personality and uh, just everything that he's able to uh, speak on. You know what I mean? And yeah. so he's able to kind of grow through that. So sometimes you don't even need all the flashy things as long as your content and you as a person, your personality is something that people can really look at and be like, wow, I, I feel like I'm getting value from this. And, you know, it'll work. <laughs> All right. So yeah. uh, now that we've gotten to get to know you more, a little on the streamer level, yeah. uh, just get into some little more lighthearted questions. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, well, first off, aside from streaming, what other hobbies do you do? Um, okay. So, yeah, I, other hobbies I do. I, I actually play guitar. I play guitar at my church. Uh, I'm one of the worship leaders there. So what that means is that I, uh, everyone that's in at the church and everyone in the in the congregation, I I lead everyone into worship. Um, and so I do a lot of singing, a lot of guitar, and I just really enjoy music. And music is is a huge passion of mine. Um, and so I consider that as one of my one of my favorite hobbies. Um, I guess the obvious one is that a game, but. Uh, another one is I love art. I really love art. I, growing up, I did a lot. I drew a lot. Um, now I, it's not as much as before. Um, now it's more like digital art that I kind of do. And so I like, I like to create graphics, like vectors and stuff like that. Um, so all the illustrations more done digitally now, but that in itself was a, it's a big hobby of mine. Um, what else? I feel like I'm a boring person because sometimes I just don't know what to say. Well, I think that, I mean, with what you said, because you, right now you said what else, I'm like, that's kind of a lot already. Like, considering, <laughs> you know, that you're working too and that you're streaming too, it's like, yeah, you also yeah. have a personal life too. You you yeah. want to hang out with, you know, your fiance, your your family as well, to where it's like oh, that I, alone more. Yeah, uh, I think probably one other thing would be, uh, I really love movies because I know that you're, you know, you're a big movie. Oh, but... yeah. Well, that's that's uh that's like two other questions I'm about to ask, but yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, I love movies, like the whole Marvel series and stuff like that. But um, I just love also trying to like I haven't done it in a long time. Me and my cousins growing up, we we made a lot of homemade movies, and so I just love I just love how movies are kind of made, and yeah, I love watching movies all the time with my fiance too, and movies are a good time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, since you brought it up, what yeah. is the last movie that you could remember that either made you cry or almost made you cry? Oh, okay. I actually saw there was a tw- there's a tweet on someone who did this. Um and one of the ones that really like struck like a chord in my heart was uh The Pursuit of Happiness, man. Oh, okay. There's this one scene where Will Smith was with his son. And this is his actual son too. Yeah. That's what kind of made it like so much more effective. Um, he was, he was having, he was just in a, re- a real bad like situation where they had no place to stay for the night. And he's just trying to sell these machines, right? Um, that he had. Um, and what happened was they ended up in a washroom in a subway. And he, so he put his jacket down and placed everything down. And, you know, they were just trying to get to bed. But then there's this guy on the door just, boom 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 banging and be like yo what are you doing and you could just see he was, he was holding his son and he was just like crying because like th- that's hard to see you know like because yeah. those kind of situations do actually happen and like you know holy cow and so that movie really got me like it i remember watching that in class too 
I was like, uh, I was like, saw, I was like wiping my tears and everything. When they turn on the, when they turn on the lights after the movies, then I'm like, what do you mean? I wasn't crying. No. <laughs> and, um, so that movie, that movie really hit me hard. Yeah. All right. And then what was I think what, another one, but, um, oh, I'm trying to think. Now go ahead. <laughs> what What's uh, now on the opposite side, what was the last movie that you remember that made you just like, man, I haven't laughed that hard in so long type, you know? Oh, one that made me laugh really hard. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I don't know. Um, does. I know it's not a movie. What about stand up comedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was. I believe it was Kevin Hart. <laughs> I, I forgot which one it was, but Kevin Hart just has a way of really formulating his jokes and the way he delivers and it gets you going man it gets you rolling so much and so i think that would probably be the last one that i've ever watched where i was like really dying <laughs> have you uh got to see i guess it's newer but uh adam sandler's recent one on netflix no i haven't i haven't I, seen it about probably about a year ago a buddy of yeah. mine was like hey like i got tickets to this show you want to go with me it's like at, at an improv place by us it's not even like a big one or yeah. anything like that and then they had uh somebody who was unannounced like of who was going to be performing oh my gosh no and way. so we went and we were all like because they said something like this person's the only clue of who it is is like their net worth which is like 300 million so we're <laughs> like we're like that's a lot like it's got to be somebody big like it's got to be like a kevin hart type person somebody like that yeah and then so we ended up we were guessing the whole time and then it ended up being Adam Sandler. And he oh was my God. he was there to test out the his his uh how do you say it? his jokes and everything for yeah. that Netflix special. So oh, we got to pretty much see it like before like everybody else. It was really that cool. That is so awesome, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And then I didn't what? know how it'd be because I I like a lot of his stuff of like uh, like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, yeah. like all the early stuff. Yeah. I mean the, the the newer stuff's good too, but I I really like that. And then I was like, I wonder how it's gonna be because he hasn't done stand up in a while and everything, and he's still mm. super funny. You should check it out; it's really good. Oh, uh, I need to see this now. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, favorite or how about the current song that you have on repeat? Oh man, you you gotta check this guy out. Um, there's a guy on American Idol uh, that recently auditioned, and he blew me out of the water, man. I I felt so incredibly inspired that I wanted to start writing music again, because um, as you know, as as a musician, that's something that you know that we we like to do and just really indulge in. But oh, what hold on, what was this? Is he the guy that like sang and they like really loved him, and then they're like, "You're good, but we want to see you play because he had a piano." yes that guy. that guy yeah i don't know his name oh, too but that guy was really i like he's like oh i don't like i haven't played the piano in a while and then he goes on like playing like amazing <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh no way his his name on spotify is scary pool party i think it's like alejandro i think that's his first name oh, okay. um but this guy is like so okay he said he was he he taught himself within four years how to play that level of piano and oh really sing that level of guitar and sing like he what he was doing he was doing percussion and everything on the guitar and i'm like dude what do you mean <laughs> some people they just got it yeah and so um his song was out loud and yeah his it's on spotify scary pool party and so if you ever want to take a chance to listen to it i definitely highly recommend that you do but not only that watch his audition on american idol yeah that was, this was really else. good like my jaw was just like <laughs> well i just thought it was so funny he's like yeah i haven't I haven't you played it in a minute or something and then he gets on like amazing it's like okay dude <laughs> yeah he should like and then he's doing like all these th like these really fancy things on the piano while suddenly he was like like he's yeah. like, the, these fast scales i'm like what man not fair get out of here <laughs> no that's hard. that's the that's the result of hard work <laughs> yeah um okay last question with this what is your favorite marvel movie favorite marvel movie okay so i think one of them up there is uh the winter soldier for sure i really like that one um what else is another one 
I, I love Thor Ragnarok uh, because Thor is one of my favorite Marvel characters, hands down. Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's those two right now. I did like Infinity War because mm-hmm. they, they like they had like everyone in there, and it was really cool to see that. Um, I don't know. There was something about it though that I wish there was more of, but I don't know. That's yeah. just me. Uh, and so I guess you know that's for Marvel. That's kind of what I'm really liking right now. I like there's there's so many of them that I do like. Like yeah. you know, like all the Spider-Man ones. Those are really fun. I love the Guardians um, ones. Guardians was really good too. Um, does this count? Because well, it is still Marvel, but the recent Spider-Man one. Oh yeah. Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, amazing. Oh man, <laughs> dude, the design of that movie it just got me feeling the type of way, man. Like, cause I'm a designer, and this mute this this beauty this movie was just so beautiful to look at not only that the soundtrack was great yeah i loved and... i loved pretty much everything about it like, i even yeah. thought i was like i love the oh some of the spider-mans were really good but yeah. i was like i think this might be the, even the best spider-man movie yeah honestly yeah. man you're, there's no lie about that right there and i think they won an award too so and rightfully yeah. so they won best yeah. animated yeah there you go um, that's what but, it was yeah that movie was I think on an, on another level, so many good actors it in it. Yeah, man. Uh, but uh, love it. Yeah, I think that actually just came out. I I try to buy all the Marvel DVDs, and I think yeah. that one just came out because I think oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Jeez. that one I gotta get. But um, <laughs> so we are gonna wrap it up. But I do have one last question. Sure. I know we talked about how pretty much what you want people to get from your streams, but yeah. what's one tip to somebody who's starting out streaming that you can give okay if someone who's just first starting out um you you gotta realize that um if you're streaming seven days a week hours on end and only streaming to like one or two people you gotta really reassess what you're doing you gotta you gotta lessen that kind of schedule and like really try Probably streaming three or four days instead, three to five maybe within that range. Because a lot of people they just try to put up so much, but people will get bored of that. You gotta give you gotta give people a chance to miss you. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're always live, they're just gonna be like, oh, he's live again. Oh, he's live again. Or he or she's live again. Um, so I guess just in that sense that you just gotta be kind of smart about it. Um, and that's why I don't stream like five days. I only stream three days a week because that's it's like the perfect happy medium for me. And but not only that, um, you just got to realize you don't have to have everything all at once. One of the biggest things you need to focus on right now is your content. Um, you got to figure out what uh, how your content will fit in in your niche moving forward. But not only that, what what actually does make your content different from everyone else's? Are you just going to be amongst a thousand of streamers who are doing the same thing? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, because people are they're so drawn to something that they've never experienced before. And once you have that, once, once you find that and you know that you have it, you got to attack it. You just got to go. You got to do it. Um, and a lot of people, they just kind of contemplate for so long. Uh, oh, I'm going to do it soon. I'm going to, I'll start streaming soon, but really you just got to take the first step. Oh. All yeah. right. Well, uh, Thank you for that. Thank you for everything today. You know, like yeah. I said, I it's really I really like doing this just because I get to know you more, get to take some time to just us, sure. us sit down and talk one on one. And yeah. uh, I really appreciate you, you know, coming on and and doing this as well. Yeah, I um, appreciate this whole experience, man. This has been a ton of fun. I I definitely learned a lot as well, and it was so great to catch up with you and talk with you about these things. So. So uh, where could everybody find you? What's your Twitter? I know it's pretty much the same, but what's your Twitter, Twitch, everything? All right, I'm going to plug it. Okay, so uh, my Twitter is Gorilla PND Cake. So it's like, it's still pound cake, but just, I couldn't fit the whole entire thing. So I had to shorten it. So it's Gorilla PND Cake. Um, that's my Twitter. On Twitch, I'm Gorilla Pound Cake. So the whole thing with the O and U. Um, Instagram, Gorilla Pound Cake as well. YouTube, I don't have an f- official link yet, but I think you can still find me as Gorilla Pound Cake. So I'm going to try to, I'm really pushing to start it up again this year and try to hit that um, that 100 subscribers so I can get my own link and stuff like that. 
Um, but I think those are the four main ones that I'm on for social media wise. The other thing would be Discord, which you would find on my channel. Um, All right. I can link it too if you want to send it over. Isn't, aren't the links only like temporary? Uh, I think I have it so it doesn't expire. So if you want okay. that too. So I'll have, I'll have that. All my as links well. are on my, on my Twitch bio, if anything. Okay. Well, uh, again, thanks you, thank you again, Gorilla, for coming on. Again, uh, you know, I really enjoyed this and I'd, I'd really enjoy doing it. And hopefully, maybe in a future episode, we get you back on here again. Um, oh, for sure, buddy. Just let me know. Hit me up anytime. All right. Sounds good. Uh, everybody listening and watching, thank you for listening and watching. We are on YouTube at youtube.com slash Bruin24. And then we also are on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, which I'll have the links for as well. And yeah, thanks for watching, guys, and I'll see you all next week.